Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rempel. And I'm Carl Edwards. Today we are continuing our series on surviving a bad boss. And our topic today is the visionary idea boss. Yeah, these are kind of, can be really exciting people to work for. They have grandiose ideas. They're always looking ahead. They're very creative. But there's a category of them who, when they have a great idea, they want it to take form in exactly the way they see it in their imagination. And you know what? That form isn't always possible to achieve in it's practical terms. Yes. It's not realistic. It's not grounded on this planet. Well, lo and behold, Carl, I have worked for the Visionary Idea Boss, and I got to tell you about it. One of the things that was the most frustrating for me is being told to work in on, on an idea that I know had no merit or possibility, and then two weeks later, it was another idea, ah. and another idea, and another, nothing was ever really followed up on, and then it was it was just so confusing to be in that position, putting work into something that may not ever come to any light or organization. So there's two things in there. One is there's too many ideas. They follow each other so quickly, and there's not a realization of the time frame and the effort involved in taking an idea from its early stages all the way through to implementation. And then the other was just not seeing that there was any implications to implementation at all. Right. And when you get with what's involved in making it happen, and they can't hear that there's something with the idea itself that doesn't work. This can be a real problem because these bosses often end up turning the tables on you and blaming you for either resisting their idea or intentionally working in such a way to not make it happen. It's supported because, as you said, you didn't think it would work to begin with. Well, if it's true confession time, then uh, I did have some instances where I didn't do what they told me to do because I thought it was stupid. (laughs) But I wouldn't suggest that to our listeners as a way to keep your job and continue your good efforts. (laughs) No, because what we want to get at here is these people who don't make the connection between their idea and the practical implications of what it takes to make it happen. And there, again, we have the first task is when you're going to disagree with someone or give them information about something that's near and dear to their heart that is not going to be like 100% rah-rah and positive, like it's implementation issues here, and this, I don't think this can take form the way you have imagined it, you've got to establish up front that you are on the same team, that you are on their side. You have to get behind the idea. So we'll distinguish that from the ideas you don't agree with. So the ones where they have a good idea, you want to get behind that idea. And then when you are sharing that there are going to be difficulties with its implementation, you reduce the risk of it being received as resistance to the idea itself. Give us an insight into the mind of the visionary leader to help get on their side. Well, these people are conceptually strong. That's what you have to realize, especially if you're partnering with them from an administrative position, or you have a lot of the actual leadership responsibilities of, of implementing what they've come up with. They're in this conceptual world where everything is neat and tidy and beautiful and exciting and creative, and there are no implications. There is no competition. There is no technical difficulties. There's no problem employees. There's no schedules or budgets. And so that's the place that this enthusiasm is coming out of. So they really do usually have good ideas. There's something in there 
that is incredible. And it's going to be great for your team and great for your company. Now, where there's a, a, a disjoint is that everything is wonderful. And because they're the boss, because they're in charge, they get say-so in how the implementation looks. And they get wed in their heart to it looking exactly like they've imagined it. So that's where it gets awkward. As you come to this idea, whether you see its greatness initially or not, you do work for them. And it is your job to put it into effect. And it is your job to give them information about what will work easily, what will work with some difficulty, and what will not work at all. And to communicate. So, the, so here's the, the crux of the matter is you want to partner with them in such a way that the things that are difficult or can't not be implemented at all are communicated in such a way that they are not commenting on the idea. Because mm-hmm. a leader will go to bat. Conceptual visionary leader will fight for their idea until there's nobody left on the field. But if you can affirm the idea and say, now, to get this accomplished, certain things have to be addressed, then you're on their side trying to accomplish it. So it's not a matter of uh, commenting or disagreeing with the vision. It's helping them see what the steps are to get it done. Exactly. And again, it's a gift you have to give yourself. You, know, you're, you have to come to terms with that you're experiencing this negatively. Oh, this is going to be impossible. Oh, I'm not, this is not time for this. There's not money for this. There's, you know, we don't have enough staff for this. And turn that around for yourself and say, okay, well, this is my skill. I'm an administrator. I make things happen. This is what I'm good at. Now, we got all these complicated difficulties. How can we make it happen? So once you turn it around for yourself into something positive and professionally challenging, then how you approach your supervisor changes completely. And instead of coming to them with negative information about what won't work and what challenges you face and what you need them to do to make it easier for you, which no supervisor ever wants to hear, you're saying what you could do to make their idea happen. And it might involve some budget concessions. It might involve uh, taking a chance on hiring a new person. But the frame of conversation now is a positive one, trying to make the idea happen instead of a negative one, having to raise the flaws of the idea to somebody who is absolutely in love with the idea. So it becomes really less of a personal matter. You really have to take your personal feelings out of it. Take your personal feelings out of it and then frame it in a way that the supervisor can understand. And for the conceptual idealistic leader, they mm-hmm. want to know, they want to hear, this is a great idea. And we're not talking about kissing up to them. We're talking about just framing things, all these difficulties in terms of what's involved with making it happen mm-hmm. as opposed to what are all the obstacles preventing it from happening. Well, and it, it strikes me in the, in the midst of our conversation that maybe a lot of my issues, as well as somebody else's, um, maybe that sometimes it's just hard to, to give in to someone else's authority, to have that person be your boss. It's hard to have a boss, and, and to have that, that kind of relationship is awkward at times. Yes. And it's more just realizing, well, I'm not the one in charge, and so my, my job is to support this person. Exactly. That's my role. Exactly. And if you can turn that form of support instead of viewing yourself as the lowly 19th century serf into kind of a professional partner, 
yes, their responsibility is to make certain decisions, and yes, your responsibility is to fulfill them. But if you can turn it into that into a partnership, I think that'll free that frees us up a lot to to engage with them and to interact and to be able to come with all sorts of information and not have a lot of emotion attached with it. If something's easy or hard or difficult or challenging, you know, the emotion gets taken out of it and it becomes more just about being about the same mission of the company. Well, if anything, I, I think this, that creativity, the wanting to try something new is something we can look at from this person's, this person, that what they bring to the table as well, saying, well, at least I have a boss that has new ideas and wants to try different things and instead of doing things the same way all the time. Exactly. That's my reality. That's the type of person I work with. And so I'm going to get all excited that they bring all those strengths to the table. And where those strengths lead to making my job difficulty, I'm going to take responsibility for framing the partnership in such a way that I'm on their side, I'm trying to make it happen, and they'll be able to make the decisions I need them to make as far as whether it's resources or staffing or scheduling. You'll be surprised how effective that is. Now, just for our last question, I should say, what is the enabling position in this job? Like, what should we be careful not to do for this person? Well, what we want to be careful not to do is just to go about trying to make it happen. Just saying, keeping it all to yourself. I know this won't work. I know this won't happen. But you know what? They're committed to it. They won't, they're not going to listen to me. So we'll just let it happen and it'll just bomb. And hopefully they'll learn from the whole thing bombing. That's not being on a team. <laughs> no, that's well. One, that's not being on a team, right. and two, they don't learn that from the bomb or from it not working. They feel you end up either losing your job or getting blamed for the situation because you were because all that's received as is resistance mm-hmm. and lack of support and lack of being a team player, and to whatever degree it isn't that it doesn't even matter. It just backfired. You want to engage and take initiative for creating this partnership. Well, that's some great, great insights into this person and certainly has helped me in my uh, (laughs) journey with visionary leaders to understand that I play a part too. I think your job offers are going to start to roll in. (laughs) From the visionary idea bosses. (laughs) Well, thanks for listening to us today. You can contact us at www.boldenterprises.com and we'll be continuing our series on surviving a bad boss next week. This podcast is a Gold Enterprises production.